the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is your hour of power. This is where we are being under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And I have three outcomes for this hour of power. Inspiration, I want to move you. Education, I want to teach you. Uh, and application, I want you to have something from this hour of power that will make you better today than you were yesterday. Something that you can apply, something that you can do uh, that is going to make an impact not only in your life, but more importantly, and I say this, more importantly, uh, the people you serve, the people you cross paths with. You know, my forte is leadership. If you don't know that, uh, that's what I've been doing for 30 years. Go to likeitmatters.net and you can read about it. I do intensive two-and-a-half-day trainings. I have four set three-day classes. Uh, My uh, entry-level class and the one I'm most well-known for is Leadership Awakening. It takes uh, all of Dr. Deming's constant and never-ending improvement concepts and applies them to the human process. You know, we have uh, Lean Manufacturing where we take a piece of equipment and we learn how to make it better, less expensive, more efficient. Uh, We take a process, Six Sigma, uh, to remove some people out of it, to make it run more efficient, to make it more profitable, both financially and time-wise. And in the corporate world, uh, we call that concept leadership awakening, constant and never-ending improvement. And so there are lots of different styles of leadership. Matter of fact, I'm looking at a, um, what is it, an article here from Tony Robbins, not a big fan, but uh, you know he's got some training in NLP like I do. Uh, but he identified six Six different leadership styles. Uh, He says servant leadership, democratic leadership style, visionary leadership style, coaching leadership style, affiliative leadership style, uh, pace-setting leadership style, and commanding leadership style. And he goes through each one. And then he ends it, this article, and it probably wasn't written by him. He hasn't written much at all. He has ghostwriters do everything. But the very last segment of this says, quote, there's no wrong way to be a leader. Uh, And I could not uh, disagree with a statement greater than that. You'd have to say Jesus Christ is not the only way to God, the Father, uh, for me to disagree with something more than that statement. There's no wrong way to be a leader. And that is bunk. That is absolute bunk. Uh, What do you think the last four years have been about? Some of us prefer the leadership style of Donald Trump, whether you like him or not. I'm not asking for your feelings. Move on. You're not what you feel. Um, His leadership style is very abrupt. Uh, 
very visionary, very focused, very commanding, uh, very influential, if you will. Uh, and some of you didn't like his leadership style. So that's not a way to be a leader. And so then we go, anybody but Trump. The anybody but Trump cult. There's the Trump cult. And then there's the anybody but Trump cult. And the anybody but Trump cult got us the Biden fiasco. Uh, where gas is going through the roof. Where our supply chain is falling apart. Where of $1.3 trillion on the infrastructure bill, only point three is for infrastructure. $1 trillion is for all this green crap. But no one seems to care. And so don't tell me there's no wrong way to lead. Uh, Joe Biden's destroying this country. Some of you think that Donald Trump did that. Uh, we could disagree. Doesn't mean we need to hate each other. Doesn't mean we can't break bread together. Doesn't mean I can't love on you. Doesn't mean I can't help you out. Doesn't mean you can't still be my friend. Right? Uh, I belong to a church. That I'm not sure if, if 92% of the church agrees that Jesus is the only way to God. And yet, if you look at the uh, District of Columbia, you know what I just saw? 92% of all voters in the District of Columbia vote Democrat. Did you get that? Almost 93% of all the District of Columbia is Democrat. Now, this is important because these are the people that are the machinations of the machine. These are the people that run the day-to-day operations of what we call government. And 93% of them are in one camp. You don't see a problem with that? It might be your camp, so you might be okay with it. But what is the problem with everybody in group think? Right? Got my point? And so today we're going to actually have a guest, Billy Prempo. Today we're going to talk about politics. Today we're going to talk about specifically the Garden State in New Jersey. A lot's happened. But I want to take a look at the role of elected official and those that elect them. And I want to use the rose and the gardener. I, I've got this metaphor. I want to share it with you. It's from an article I got from uh, uh, j-lm.com out of Australia. It says, in all relationships there is a rose and there is a gardener. Two distinguishable roles that each become half of the partnership. These roles can be interchangeable, shift, evolve, and swap, but it happens slowly. So imagine a garden. In the garden, there's a mix of flora, leafy ferns, lushy evergreens, and perhaps a little patch of herbs. Amongst all the colors and textures is a gorgeous, fragrant rose. The gardener who tends this patch is meticulous in his care. His green thumb sees him diligently nurturing them all. But as uh, but he has a soft spot for the resplendent rose. Now the rose, the rose is intoxicating, charming. The rose blooms and captivates those around it with his beauty and un- unwavering self-confidence. The rose requires plenty of adoration, attention, and emotional reinforcements to uh, maintain its blissful state. Tending to the rose can be challenging and demanding, which is why it takes the right gardener to both nurture and, when necessary, ground her. One of the key characteristics of a rose is the ingrained belief that their presence, real or metaphorical, is enough in any given situation. And it's just a fascinating concept. The gardener, the primary role of the gardener is the caretaker, right? Not only of the rose, but as the guardian of the relationship. The gardener takes pride in the way that the rose blossoms, its appearance, charm, and accomplishments. This is because, for the most part, it is a byproduct of its nurturing, of the gardener's nurturing. 
Generally more practical by nature, the gardener fertilizes the relationship and ensures the fundamental elements that make it tick are kept intact. Did you hear that? The fundamental elements that make it tick are kept intact. That's what the gardener, one of their responsibilities. The gardener approaches most things with an open heart and open hands. He is willing to apply effort to get what he wants and knows that a relationship like most things in life requires nourishing, diligence, and commitment. As with everything in life, our greatest asset are also our biggest weaknesses, which is why the gardener's perfectionist tendencies can also be his downfall. His inherent love for organization and attention to detail can mean that it can be difficult for him to be cared for. Now, I want to take this role, and I got this from uh, uh, Till Death, a great comedy years ago, uh, and uh, they talked about who's the gardener and who's the rose. You know, usually uh, the woman uh, is the gardener and the man is the rose, but it should technically be the woman is the rose and the man is the gardener. Why am I saying all this? Because this is a powerful metaphor. And I want to tie it in today to elected officials and the governed. See, because the elected officials should be the gardener, and the governed, America, should be the rose. And there used to be something that we would elect people, we would call them public servants. But now, we elect people and they become our gods. We elect people and they become our ruling elite. We elect people now, so it all becomes about the gardener. So it's no longer about the rose. You know what the rose is? America. The rose is our communities. The rose is our country. And we used to nurture this country. You take care of this country. But now it's become all about the gardener, all about the elected officials. How many people like Nancy Pelosi, uh, like Maxine Waters, went into government like uh, Joe Biden, went to government poor with no money and 40 and 50 years living off the government dole. Now they're multimillionaires with three and four homes, vacation homes, private jets, travel the world on America's dime. I don't know. Something's a little weird in the garden. And today, we're going to be joined by Billy Prempa, congressional candidate in New Jersey. And we're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about things in the Garden State. And we're going to talk about the garden and the rose. I'm Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, covering the stories breaking in our community, 
and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Hi, Tom Matiney here. Are you thinking of buying your first home? The best place to start is with an easy, no-obligation pre-qualification. Just go to getalonewithtom.com. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all applicants will qualify. Program and property exclusions apply. Other restrictions may apply. NMLS number 6606, equal opportunity lender. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be joined by a friend of mine. He's a graduate of Leadership Awakening. He's a candidate for New Jersey's 9th Congressional District. We call him Mr. Prempa. You call him Billy Prempa. See, I want you to consider this. There's a line of reasoning that says in all relationships, there is a rose and a gardener, two distinguishable roles that each becomes half of the partnership. This concept is not only applicable to personal relationships, but others as well. And today, I want to apply that concept to our elected representatives, public servants, and their electors, the voters. Specifically, I want to go with Billy and talk about the Garden State. You know, a lot's happened lately. You know, we talked about the Virginia election, but there was a big election in New Jersey as well. Uh, And man, there was a huge upset. There was almost another upset. There was a lot of uh, down-ballot elections that were won by Republicans for the first time in a long time. And so I thought it'd be a great time to talk about politics to talk about the Garden State, to talk about Billy's run. Just a lot to talk about. So let's uh, let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome uh, Billy Prempa to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? Scott, my brother. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for having me back on. Uh, I'm just glad to be here, Billy. Glad to have you on, Billy. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it, is Jasmine working with your team? Yeah, she is. Uh, ja- Jasmine ran for council again this year. Um, she, awesome. she wasn't able to make it through. She, uh, was short about 200 votes. However, she did significantly, ah. significantly, significantly better than she did the last go around. Awesome. 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 And the reason I was bringing that is Jasmine's a graduate. She went to class with you and Eli, right? Eli's your campaign manager, correct? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Eli's still I love Eli. Manager. He's still rocking and rolling. And he's running for, uh, like a, a school board or something, correct? Yes, and and he he ran for school board in um in uh in uh um Rivervale as well too. Um, okay. He did quite well. He was running up against the former mayor of the city, so he was short a couple of votes. But 
he still rocked the boat significantly. We were out door uh, knocking and campaigning with him, and we saw hundreds of Eli signs. We didn't see too many for Mayor Blundell. But uh, you know how the game goes. Yeah, and that's what I want to talk about today a little bit. I want to talk about the game. Uh, first of all, uh, I want to talk about uh, for the big ticket on New Jersey, and then we'll, we got you for three segments, so then we'll break it down. But first of all, let's go uh, the big ticket. So um, here we are. We, we had two big things uh, in the election that were made the headlines. One uh, was Phil Murphy got out of there with on his underwear, man. He just got so close. So close, and uh, I know Jack uh, Chitterelli. Well, how do you say his name? Is it Chitterelli? Chitterelli. Yeah, Chitterelli. Chitterelli. Not uh, you know, he's a moderate at, at the best. Moderate. He is not a conservative. Uh, he didn't really have a lot of uh, excitement behind him from the Trump team. I think he actually pushed Trump away, but uh, still, still. He almost won it. Still too close. He still hasn't conceded. So what happened in the governor's race? Explain that a little bit to people. So the night of the election, and this, and first of all, before we get into deep, this is one of the main reasons why I am a firm believer in election reform. I believe that the way that we could secure our elections is by putting it on a blockchain system that can be verified. And uh, we wouldn't mm-hmm. be having the situation that we have in New Jersey. Well, Virginia had their votes out at 8 p.m. In New Jersey, they're still counting ballots up until this day. Um, there were several <laughs> mail-in ballots that, they, that magically appeared wow. in districts that nobody knew about. Um, like Lucky uh, but, Charms. Uh, they're magically delicious, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, magically delicious for the Democrats at this point. But yeah, uh, yeah. Jack, ran a, Jack ran a pretty good race. Um, you know, yeah, Jack wasn't necessarily the, the, the Trump candidate. He wasn't the hardcore conservative. However, he was the Republican and he was a choice. And Jack had a far better plan for the state of New Jersey than the Democrats could offer. Um, seeing yeah. how Project Veritas came out with their leaked videos uh, stating how Governor Murphy had plans to give over $40 million in tax dollars to illegal immigrants inside of our state and how wow. he was going to force the vaccine mandates um, as soon as he got elected, but they didn't want the press to know. Um, it really gave Jack a tremendous amount of momentum where uh, we saw something that hasn't been seen in quite some time. Lots of Democrats and unaffiliated voters shifted and voted Republican for the first time. Um, and one wow. of the great things about that is even in my district, the Passaic County, which has uh, historically been uh, quite blue, uh, we got a lot of uh, Republican uh, county commissioners. You have three new county commissioners that are Republicans, and that's as of right now until, you know, a magic wow. ballot shows up. But until then, we had three <laughs> new Republican county commissioners, uh, Republican um, uh, surrogate in, 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 uh, in Passaic. And Jack did quite well in Bergen County the night prior. I mean, election night, Jack was up by about 10,000 votes. And in Bergen wow. County, it was the same situation. The entire slate got, got uh, taken over by all Republicans by about 10,000, 20,000 votes. But uh, now that these magic ballots have appeared, um, all the Republicans that were in Bergen County got flipped Democrat as of right now. But there's still ballots that need to wow. be counted. Um, it's not over till it's over. And Jack Cittarelli is going to hold out until the very, very end, and we can clear this up. Um, there's about 20 yeah. RNC lawyers that have come up to help investigate with this situation. So um, we're still hanging tight for Jack. We're um, hanging tight for a Republican victory. And the great news is uh, the state of New Jersey may become probably the reddest it's been in a very, very long time. So this is good news. Wow, it's a might trend a little purplish, I hope, and and you know that's the problem. You got a lot of these Democratic, and we used to talk about this in Chicago in the '60s and '70s. The, the they'd call it the Democratic machine, and, and, and voter fraud was known. It was known. It was accepted. 
And the fact, and this is all about hating Donald Trump, because everything that Donald Trump is for, the world has to be against. So just like ivermectin uh, and those other things, if Donald Trump would have never came out for them, you realize how many people would be saved, healed from COVID? They'd be taking ivermectin, they'd be taking hydroxychloroquine, drugs that have been out for decades that millions of people have taken, that awards have been given to the creators of these drugs. But because Donald Trump said they were good, now these things are bad. And the same thing happens with voter fraud. To say there's no voter fraud, you can't lie, a greater lie than that. Why don't you just deny Jesus' uh, uh, you know, deity? Because to say there's no voter fraud is an absolute blatant falsehood. It's a lie. Uh, you can't, it's disproved every single day. Now, we can say, was there enough voter fraud to change the election? And no one really knows because we don't know the depth of voter fraud because it doesn't exist, quote, you know? And if something doesn't exist, why would you waste money looking at it? See, that's the double-edged sword there. And speaking of magically delicious, let's talk about Edward Durr and Steve Sweeney. Tell our listeners why Edward Durr and Steve Sweeney are important. Tell us who they are. I, I've said it many times, and I'm going to say it again. Ed Durr is a national treasure, and that man needs to be protected at all costs. Edward Durr... Is he's going up? He was going up against Steve Sweeney, uh, the second most powerful man in the state of New Jersey. I argue to say that he's one of the most powerful politicians in New Jersey. Uh, Democrat um, senator who's been in office for over 20 years. He's been the Senate president for a little over uh, 10 years. Um, anyone that tries to run, even in his district and in, in his area and other parts of New Jersey, it typically has to go through Steve Sweeney. Um, Steve Sweeney wow. spent a million dollars on his campaign to try and maintain his seat. And then here comes uh, the, the, the Sweeney-nator, uh, Ed Durr, who comes out and spends $153 on his primary. $153. $10, yeah, and then he spent $10,000 on a commercial that he shot on his, his, uh, his, his cell phone and did $10,000 in television commercials and completely blew out Steve Sweeney. Regular truck driver, blue-collar, good old-fashioned American, regular man, not in it for the money, he's not in it for people, and the people really show that, you know what, we're going with dirt. He did the impossible, and he's an inspiration for everybody across the United States because this Constitution was written for the common man. It wasn't written for the Ivy League, the lawyers, and the super professionals. Regular people need to be involved in politics, and Ed Durr showed us all how it was done. Like, even the, even the mighty can fall. You know, just like how David took down Goliath, he just proved to the yeah. world that it is very possible to take down Goliath. And magically... 12,000 ballots are supposed to show up in uh, Ed Durr's district, and Ed Durr is still up, regardless. Wow. The you know, magically delicious. See, this is the thing. This is where they've created a double-edged sword, right? Because remember, there is no voter fraud. There is nothing wishy-washy. And then the lead Democrat, part of the Democratic machine, who everybody has to kiss their ring to even run, now after the election's been called, magically, deliciously finds 12,000 votes in most likely a Democratic stronghold, correct? Correct. And I just want to, I just want to uh, clarify something. Is there is no voter fraud because voter fraud implies that the people themselves are committing the fraud. There's election fraud. That's going on. We have a very ah, broken see. electoral system. We have a very broken electoral yeah. system. And um, we have several corporations that control our voting machines. And we have some people that are up to unscrupulous activities um, inside of these uh, polling stations. So I wouldn't say voter fraud because the voters are voting for who they genuinely believe and what they want. Um, there's something going on in the election process that needs to be secured. 
Well, and that's that's a key difference. That's I'm glad you brought that up. I never thought about that. You're right. Uh, it's like when people do a recall or a recount. We're doing a recount. Well, if you do a recount on votes that were mailed in from China, five million of them, you're just recounting bad votes. That's not. That's why you have to go forensically. Where did these votes come from? How many absentee ballots were requested? How many were sent out? Does that match up? That's what a forensic audit does. Was there input? Was the uh, elections online? Could anybody just hack into it? If they can steal your identity, if they can steal your mortgage, they can steal your house from under you. I've, I've seen the biggest growing crime there is, mortgage theft. If they can do that, how is it? How can people not understand that someone can go online, break into a voting system, and change votes? It's just illogical that people can't accept that reality when they know their their ID gets stolen all the time, their identity gets stolen all the time, their social security number gets stolen all the time, and their mortgage gets stolen all the time. It's just crazy. So we're going to heartbreak. Billy, stay with us. Uh, I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about all things politics, and we're talking with Billy Prempa, congressional candidate for the 9th District in New Jersey, and we'll be right back. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional, and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience 
where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're, we're blessed by a man whose middle name is Inspiration. Probably not accurate, but pretty close. Uh, he's, a, he's a great man. He has a great history, and he wants to make a great impact on the future, so much so that he's thrown his hat in the ring for the second time uh, to get elected as a Republican, as a conservative, uh, in a very blue New Jersey. So let's welcome back uh, my friend, Graduate Leadership Awakening, a brother in Christ, uh, and a candidate, Republican candidate for the 9th District in New Jersey, Mr. Billy Prempa. Thanks again, Billy, for joining yes. us. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. And I just want to make another correction here. It's not very blue anymore. It's very purple at this point, and it's going red. <laughs> it's, it's coming purpley. It's coming purpley. You know, I, I really believe that people are, are, are getting upset, you know, and that's why I kind of start off. People say, well, I got a weird way of thinking, Billy. You know that. So I, I started with this whole analogy or metaphor of the gardener and the rose. And, and I truly believe that when we used to elect people, they were called public servants. You know, they had a low income. You weren't paid a lot because you were not, there were no such things as career politicians. When Even uh, uh, George Washington. You know, he could have been king. I mean, if you read the books, I've studied a lot of General Washington. He could have been king. He was reelected, uh, and they wanted him to run again, and he walked away. And talk about someone who gave everything. Uh, George Washington gave a lot. All of the founding fathers gave a lot. We can sit back in our little uh, nice homes and air conditioning homes and our electric cars and our uh, fufu uh, and criticize people who 200-something years ago didn't have the things that we have, didn't have the knowledge, didn't have the Internet, didn't have science, didn't have travel, didn't have electricity, didn't have bathrooms, sit there and criticize them in our standard of living today on what they did. But these were real brave men and women who gave it all. And, Billy, nowadays, if you go in a a race, uh, especially as a a Republican, especially, Billy, you're a black Republican. I don't know if you know this, Billy. You're black. Do you know that? No, I I thought I was just straight-up American. (laughs) Yeah, no. I I look at you and go, Billy, did you get a nice sentence? For those that don't know, Billy's a good-looking black man. He's tall. Uh, You still got dreadlocks, Billy? Oh, I'm not getting rid of these at all. Okay, cool. Still got dreadlocks. So, yeah, so Billy is uh, the old way, 20 years ago. If you look at Billy, you'd say, oh, he's probably a Democrat. But no, I think the Republican Party should change its animal uh, from an elephant, and it should be a zebra. Uh, not black, not white. It's black and white. And I really think the party animal for the Republican Party should be uh, a zebra because that truly is the home. The home of the Republican Party, the home uh, is for conservative black people. And this is the thing. Most black people I know, and this sounds so racist saying, I hate that we live in such a racist country because now it's all about skin color. They're conservative. They're conservative. They love God. 
They love family. That, that's the Republican Party to me. Uh, I think the Republican Party was made. And if you go back to history, you, I could prove a point that says, hey, the Republican Party was made for conservative people of color. Yeah, they're made for conservatives. And most people of color that I know, the ones I hang out with, I just to be honest, one I are conservative. They're God-loving. They're family-loving. Uh, they believe that government should be kept at bay, that they should make their own choices, their own decisions. Uh, and you, Billy, you have a military background. Uh, you have a background of, of struggle. You know what it's like to struggle. You know what it's like to be, have a hard time making ends meet. You know what it's like to to have family issues like the rest of us do. Tell us, tell us a little bit about your history, Billy. So first-generation American, my parents, they immigrated to the United States in the late 80s. And um, I wanted to give back to this country as much as possible. Growing up in an inner city like Patterson, New Jersey, I consider myself a Democrat because everybody around me was a, a yep. Democrat. And I even voted for Barack Obama in 2008. I thought he was probably the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, first black president. It would be an honor to serve <laughs> yeah. under him. And uh, yeah. once I got into the military and I began to see uh, some of the atrocities that he was doing in the Middle East, especially in Northern Africa, he did a lot of damage in Africa. And that really shifted my perspective on what it was. And I realized, you know, Barack Obama is really not different than any of the previous presidents. In fact, he's a lot worse. Um, he's not um, really doing much for the American people. He has a lot of rhetoric. It sounds really good, but America wasn't doing too good. Um, and it, it forced me to, to question my thoughts and, and question my political beliefs. And um, I, I had to track back to uh, a, a gentleman named Ron Paul that I was introduced to before I got into the military. And I learned a lot more about the inner workings of our country and how the petrol dollar system worked, the fractional reserve bank, and why our country's in debt. And I started to realize that a lot of the problems that our country is facing right now um, is because of a uh, corporate interest and corporate interests have, have infiltrated our government to a point where it's no longer about the people. It's about the special interests. And I, I got really sick and tired of that. So you, you fast forward to about 2016 when Donald Trump hits the scene. And I wasn't a big fan of Donald Trump growing up my entire life. Um, but when I started to hear some of his policies and the things that he wanted to do, he sounded a lot like Ron Paul. Everything he spoke about was about uplifting every single person in the United States. And making the United States one of the greatest countries it, it has ever been. And that's what America is. The world looks to our country as a beacon of hope. And, you know, he led to some of the greatest outcomes of our country, some of the lowest unemployment rates ever, peace in the Middle East. He made, he made a, 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 a kind of standstill between North Korea. And he created a lot of great relations with the rest of the world. We were respected and our military was growing, our economy was growing. Um, things were happening at a, at a rate that I've never seen before. And it inspired me to run for office, run for Congress the first time in 2020 against my opponent. He's a 26-year incumbent. He's been in politics for well over 40 years. He's 86 years old. And seeing how my district has gone downhill from the very time I, I was born, I, I decided I need to go get involved and get into this political process because my generation and the generation after me, we're going to be the ones that inherit this nation. We're going to be the ones that have to deal with the policies that, are, that have been made in the past, policies that don't benefit us, but only benefit the special interests. And me being a young man, me knowing what I know, I felt that it was my duty as an American to stand up to fight. And for all the people that are listening right now, especially if you're young, get up and fight because this is our country. We have to hold it together and we have to have a say at the table. The Constitution was written for us. Like I said earlier, the Constitution wasn't written for these people that we perceive to be authorities because these authorities don't necessarily have our agenda. And if you don't care about politics, politics definitely cares about you. 
If you don't have an agenda, they're going to have an agenda for you. So you, want, you might want to get involved, get a seat at the table, and start doing what's right for the people. And that's why I decided to run. And I'm running again in 2020. You know, I, I ran last year. I shattered a record by 33,000 votes and got more votes than any Republican in the past 30 years. Awesome. And this is in the middle of a pandemic with little to no funds, with almost no resources, no support from any of the county parties, or even the state GOP. But the people resonated with my message. The people resonated with the truth, just like with Ed Durr. Ed Durr is a regular common American, and he understands the situation because he's a blue-collar gentleman. I'm a regular person just like he is, and, and, and people are, are sick and tired of being lied to and misled, and they want somebody that's actually been through the situations that they talk about because it's going to take somebody that's come from the darkness to actually bring light. To this nation, and that's why I decided to get involved. Yeah, and street cred, and street cred. You know, you know this. You've been in my class. We're friends. Uh, that I lead with my brokenness. I lead with my pain. Uh, I, God told me a long time ago, are you willing to, are you ready to use your pain to help other people in pain? And I said, yes. And see, I got street cred with people because when people are hurting, people have made mistakes, people are going through a divorce, people are, are disappointed. I know what that looks like. I know what that feels like. I know what it sounds like. And so I can walk in those shoes. You're a regular person, Billy. You, uh, you've, uh, you have family issues. Uh, you've had financial issues. You've had to work an hourly job. You know what it's like to not make ends meet. You know it's like struggling. You know it's like to come from another country. You know it's like to, uh, to have your parents immigrate here. I mean, you have a lot of street cred, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what every single American's gone through. There's not a single American that I can yep. think of unless you were born with a silver spoon. And that's very far and few between. Uh, that hasn't gone yep. through those kinds of things. And, you know, uh, yep. this is, this is, I believe that my life is the definition of the American dream. My parents came here for a better life and I'm looking to take full advantage of that better life. And as you see our nation now, it's slipping in the other direction, which is why I believe we all have to fight and stand up for it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, and uh, after the break, we're getting ready to go to break in about three minutes. But uh, two things I want to bring up. What's your opponent's name? What's your, the elected official you're running against? What's his name? His name is Basement Bill Pascrell, because just like Joe Biden, he doesn't leave the basement. He only shows up for photo ops and he shows up <laughs> to look good for the cameras, but he offers nothing to society. Well, and you don't have to anymore. The Democrat machine just basically picks up ballots, and they they and that's what this guy thought was going to happen to Steve Sweeney. That just uh, they were going to collect all their ballots like they normally did. The problem is some of those Democrats voted differently. So, but two things you said about this guy: number one, you said he's been elected for twenty six years, and number two, you said he's eighty four years old. That's a, a lifelong uh, politician. Eighty four, correct? Eighty six. Oh, 86 years old. And nothing personal. I'm not an ageist. You know, but at some point, there's time to move on. And, you know, I, people used to say, you know, there's no retirement in the Bible. Uh, and then I had to tell them, you're lying. Go to Leviticus. Because it says at age 55 that the uh, priest should retire and turn over. So that's not a true statement. People say it all the time. There's no retire in the Bible. But there's time. It's like Joe Biden. Joe Biden should be resting. This is elder care. I mean, this is elder abuse. He should be resting. I, I read the thing about Joe Biden uh, with Camille, what is it, uh, the, the queen, not the um, prince, uh, the prince's wife. I can't think of what his, her name is, but Camilla yeah, or something yeah. like that. Uh, no, no. Yeah, the, the other one, oh. but the new one. But anyways, they were talking about at, his, the, at the uh, Glasgow meeting. Uh, the Green Meeting, that he, Joe Biden farted so loud and for so long that Camelia, she can't stop talking about it. It was so offensive. 
I, and again, when we get older in age, you know, we lose control of our, our systems and all that. We should be retiring. We should be enjoying our life. We should be uh, enjoying the sunset of our life. And we got these people that become millionaires. I mean, Joe Biden's been in office for 50 years. You guy you're running against has been there for 26 years. It's time to move on. After the break, Billy, I want to go into the tax you're getting, not just from Democrats, but unfortunately from the establishment as well. And we know those too well from Donald Trump. So we're talking with Billy Prempa, congressional candidate from New Jersey, and we'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. President Biden has declared war on the small business owners of America. He's pushed for a massive tax increase, and his $2 trillion infrastructure plan is a $2 trillion tax hike on American employers. Job Creators Network works hard to fight these attacks, and they're looking for a few good men and women to join their small business advocacy and advisor program. They will prepare you to be a leader for small businesses in your community, your state, and the country you love. If you want to join the fight, go to joinjcn.com now. That's joinjcn. They need you. America needs you. Ibelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At Ibelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Ibelieve.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And by the way, if you listen to podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, we have a bi-weekly podcast that is different from this radio show. 
Uh, it comes out every Monday with a story time with Mr. Black and every Thursday with a full episode, hour-long episode. So all you got to do, wherever you listen to podcasts, is search like it, uh, Living Life Like It Matters. Living Life Like It Matters. And yesterday's uh, story time with Mr. Black, I promise you, It'll move you a lot. It's about racism. It's about overcoming. Uh, it's about leaders asking the two important questions that Billy is asking you to ask yourself right now. If not you, then who? And if not now, then when? Because we're at a precipice, ladies and gentlemen. And so we're talking with Billy Prempa, who is a congressional candidate in New Jersey's, I think it's the ninth district. Uh, and, you know, uh, I've been reading, and you have been, and I've been talking, Billy, and, and you've been coming under attack, not just by Democrats, uh, but by Republicans as well. And, and by the way, this is a standard that we've seen, you know, the, uh, this group called the Lincoln Project. You know, the Lincoln Project, uh, this is uh, how they define themselves, an American political action committee formed in late 2019 by former and present Republicans. During the 2020 presidential election, election it aimed to prevent the re-election of Donald Trump and defeat all Republicans in close races running for re-election. And, you know, you're, it seems to be if you're a black person and you have an R after your name, you are open uh, to be attacked. You are picked out. I mean, I could give you names. I mean, and you know these names, uh, Herman Cain. Herman Cain was, when he was going to run for president, moved to the top of the list. And what did the powers that be do? Trash him, destroy him, uh, took out every woman from his past from 40 years ago, 50 years ago, and talk, called him a womanizer. You got Dr. Carson. You got Senator Tim Scott. Uh, Clarence Thomas. You know, when they just opened a couple years ago, when they opened uh, the Black History Museum, it was absent Clarence Thomas. There wasn't even a mention of Clarence Thomas because Clarence Thomas isn't black enough uh, to be recognized in the uh, Historical Museum of Black Americans. And the, the newest one is Winsome Sears. Matter of fact, Billy, when I was reading about Winsome Sears, it reminded me a lot about you. Her family came from Jamaica. Uh, she wasn't even a U.S. citizen yet when she joined the military, but she was so thankful to what America did for her that she wanted to pay it back by joining the military. Uh, and then she ran, and she became the first black woman, uh, the first woman and the first black woman ever elected at that statewide office of lieutenant governor. And when USA Today did a huge story about all the new people of color that have been elected, they were all Democrats. And they left out any black or brown Republican that had just broken that barrier as well. And so, uh, boy, you got a lot going against you. Tell us, first of all, you're being attacked by Democrats, but are, are you surprised by the attacks that you're getting from the establishment Republicans? I am, actually. It's, it's really sad because the Democrats haven't even really attacked me, per se. It's more so, well, mm -hmm. we're not even going to acknowledge this guy as a candidate because, uh, one, he's not that serious. And, hey, why would we do that when we've already got Republicans from within that are trying to tear him apart? Um, it's real sad because, like, I'm running for all the genuine reasons. I'm not running for backroom deals. I'm not running for, for uh, special favors or special interests. I'm running because I want results, and I want results for the people. The people resonate with that. However, the establishment doesn't seem to want that. Um, it's to the point where there's members within the establishment that are creating rumors about me, trying to destroy my character. Um, saying things like that I'm an abuser and that, you know, that I'm a, the newest and craziest one is they're saying that I'm a drug dealer. And I think the reason why they're saying that is because, <laughs> you know, I'm a black candidate 
from Patterson in the fourth ward, which is a very drug ridden area. Don't get me wrong. It's a very violent neighborhood that I live in, but they're using it as an opportunity to say, Hey, look at him. He's got dreadlocks. He's from over there. Like he's some drug dealer and people are going around more specifically people within the state County are going around telling people that I'll be indicted within a year. Good luck with that because I don't do any crime. I've never been arrested in my life. I don't sell drugs. I don't do drugs. So um, I don't know where they're getting that kind of information from, but uh, they're going out of their way to try and wreck me. And the thing that's sad about that is uh, it seems as if that they want to keep Democrats in office because it's an opportunity for them to shake a fist and complain and raise money. These guys kind of just want to smoke cigars and hang out at the fundraisers, but don't actually really want to affect change. I'm genuinely trying to affect change and the people want to affect change, but the party doesn't seem to want that. So regardless of all the attacks that they're throwing at me, I'm going to continue to stand strong. I've got the armor of God on me and I'm willing to continue to keep on fighting and fighting hard. And uh, there's nothing that they can do about that. At the end of the day, the people will speak. The people will show what they really want. And it's not what the establishment wants. They should be taking notes and see what just happened. Like Jack Cittarelli did a great job with his race. I mean, he helped a lot of people flip seats in, in the state of New Jersey. The state went red. In, in districts like Passaic, for example, that are historically blue, they've gone red. And this is a perfect opportunity. We, we flip seats, and why not flip the congressional seat and put the final stake in the Democrat Party? This is something that can be done all across our state and across the country. And I, I know I'm not yeah. the only one that's going through this kind of stuff, but um, yeah. I, I want to still continue to be that beacon of hope and continue to fight. And regardless of their attacks, they're going to be the ones with egg on their face if they keep this up because we can't afford to lose. We've got the momentum, and we're going to make this country red. We're going to have to. Yep. Oh, and you know, it's it's the interesting thing is, I think you know, we my wife and I were talking and said Donald Trump. I just think they've damaged Donald Trump too much. I mean, he had four years of pure negative programming. Just study Joseph Goebbels and how uh, they manipulated the German people into slaughtering almost ten million people. Not just six to eight million Jews, but a lot of churchgoers as well were slaughtered. And the way they did that is programming manipulation. They first turned society against the Jews. And then they made it okay for people to beat up the Jews and turn in the Jews and watch the Jews. And then the Jews became like dogs, uh, and they were incorrigible. And then they started rounding them up. It is a simple process. If you treat someone less than human, then you can do mean stuff to them. But you can't do mean stuff to animals. But if you have people that are treated like animals, that's the only time you can do something mean uh, to an animal. And I think I think Donald Trump's sole purpose to being there is I think he'd do better as a kingmaker than a candidate because he is they he is he, they have had so many people programmed to hate him and and I don't think people. But uh, what he showed you is how to fight. There were many times, Billy, that I didn't think Trump could overcome, whether you're talking about the uh, uh, the tape, you know, where he said some bad things about women or different things like that, the different accusers and all that. So many times it looked like he was out, uh, but he kept fighting. And so you've got a great standard to, to achieve. You Don't let it get to you. And, and, Billy, how can people help you? How can people support you? We want to help you. How can we help you? Yeah, so first off, it's not gonna, they're not going to take me down. Like, I'm going to continue to fight this fight, and I need as many people to help fight with me alongside me um, in this mission. If you guys would like to help, any donation can help. It'll help tremendously. You can make a donation at our website, www.billyprempa.com. That's www.b-i-l-l-y-p-r-e-m for Mary, p-e-h.com. You can also find me on social media. I just type in Billy Prempa or on Instagram some guy named Bill, because I am just some guy named Bill. I'm a regular American, and I'm fighting for the people. 
Amen. What's your hope? Uh, you said you got 30,000 more votes than any other Republican. How, how short were you? What was the percentages that the, you lost the last election? So my, I got 98,000 votes. My opponent got 200,000 votes, which was a miracle because it's the wow. first time he's ever gotten more than 160,000 in his 25-year career. And if he got 202,000, that would mean that he got 200, that, that would mean that he got every single Democrat in the district to vote for him, yeah. which, as you can see, seems a, a bit mathematically yeah. impossible. And this is why I believe yeah. we need to secure our elections, put our elections on the blockchain so they can be verified, they can be public, and we can know in real time exactly who's got what and who doesn't, because this type of stuff has to stop. So 2022, I'm very confident that we've got a really good shot at this, because even with all of their voter manipulation, I mean, correction, election uh, manipulation that's going on right now, still did very, very well, and we've put them on their heels because this place is getting red. Long live Ed Durr. Amen, amen. And so, please, I support Billy as a friend. He's a graduate of mine, been through my training, as well as his campaign manager and some of his workers. Please, uh, if you believe in what we're doing, I believe in Billy. Invest in him. Send him your money. Uh, promote him on social media. Do everything you can. And, Billy, you know I'm in your corner. You, there's one black Republican over there that's got the black man behind him. That's me. So you, uh, I'm here for you, brother. Anything I can do, if you need a sounding board, if you need a friend, you reach out to me, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very All much, Billy. God, God bless, bless you, you my friend. All right, you're welcome, my friend. We'll talk soon. Yes, sir. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it was Einstein who said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you keep electing the same people in the same parties, uh, in the same inner cities, nothing ever changes. What do you got to lose? Billy's a good man. There's a lot of good Republicans out there that happen to be white and black that have been through hell, that know what it's like to struggle, and they just want to make an impact. My only difference. Let's, let's, let's reach out to those people. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Ringing Liberty. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.